haunting of Haunted House. The final chapter. Betty, Dennis, and Obi, Tina and Gina huddle around the yearbook. I think all our answers are in here. In your old yearbook? No, this isn't my yearbook. Well then whose is it? It's ours. And look at this. Opie shows the prom photo. It isn't what it looks like, baby doll. Please, you loved it. Wait, you three were what? An item? Going steady, you could say. Totally in love. All three of us. Until someone crashed their bike on prom night. Killed us all on impact. Haven't been able to forgive him since. See, Betty? This has been happening to us over the years. Their baggage has kept their spirits here, haunting us all these years, looking to fulfill their unfinished business. Is that true, Dennis? Was I just your rebound? Uh, I mean... Face it, trashy doll. You were never good enough for him. You used me. I finally know how it feels. You've been using men ever since Dennis. And he was using you too. And me, well, I've been too afraid to take control of my own relationship. Terrified that you two would come back. They've been using me. Holding my romantic life hostage. Just to use me. Well, Mr. Yousey Goose, have you forgotten about all that money you made of your trashy books? Written all about us. You've been using us too. I... I guess you're right. So, we all have this baggage that we just needed to let go. Great. Let's say we let go. Tina, Gina, and Dennis get together. You and I can finally move on. Then what? Why bring us back here now? Uh Ed bursts into the room with Benjamin's hands wrapped around his throat. Uh, uh, Run, kids! I I got him right where I want him! Dead! You're... you're a... Yeah, I'm dead. But I still got a lot of fight. Get off me! Left in me! Give me back the book. Not on your life. (laughs) Get it? Dennis springs into action yanking Benjamin off Ed and throwing him back. The book flies across the room, landing at Opie's feet. You fool, after all I've done for you. Done for me? You haven't done anything for me. Oh, are you sure about that? What is it you think brought you back here? What was it that conjured you back after all these years? Better question, who conjured you back? Flipping through the pages, Opie finds a map of the house. Strange symbols around it, marking particular areas. My god, Benjamin, you brought the ghost back. And interfered with our lives after we finally moved on? What do you stand to gain from messing up our lives? Please, I didn't mess up your lives. You haven't moved on. None of you have. This room is full of people dead and alive with so much unfinished baggage it makes me sick. But why bring them back? knowing it would only bring us back here, the one place none of us want to be. That's the simple part. To kill you. Kill us? Why? Then the house would be mine. Your lives would be mine. I would finally have what you have, what you never deserved. Okay, now hold on. Oh, shut up, you deranged old man. Deranged? 
That's it. Benjamin, you're fired. Dad, I don't think that's going to do any good at this point. You're right about that, Master Opie. Nothing any of you will do will do any good. You all have lived this life in this beautiful home with a beautiful family, and I've had nothing. Meanwhile, it's all been handed to you by this nitwit of a man. You're fourth-generation millionaires, and I'm fourth-generation servant to your family. I was born into a legacy of servitude. That is, until now. This house, with all you dead, will belong to me. How? It's in the will, right here in black and white. So that's what this has all been about? You wanted our house? Not just your house, your lives. My dad would never have agreed to that. Right, Dad? Hmm, I don't think so. I don't think my dad would ever have agreed to that. He didn't. He's right, Betty. Everyone turns. They see Veronica, Ed's deceased wife, standing behind them. Veronica? Mom! Ed! Oh, oh, I've missed you. I had to bring you all back. I needed to see you. I need you all to move on with your lives. Move on past this place. Wait, you said you wanted them back so I could kill them. Then the house would be mine. Once you conjured me back, I knew I couldn't live, even in the afterlife, knowing what my family was going through. So I told you I wanted them back here, knowing that you were sick enough to do it. You used me? (laughs) Get over it, butler. Ed, honey, we need to talk. Uh, this isn't about uh, Rita, is it? I think it's time that we finally came to peace. Peace? Oh, then I'm at peace, my dear. I miss you, but I'm at peace. No, no, it's it's me that needs to peace. You see, I've kept a secret from you. A secret I've taken into the afterlife. A secret that I can no longer burden. What is it? Benjamin and I were once... lovers. Ew! I've not been able to pass on knowing that I've kept this from you. What? I'm in shock! How could I never have known? I mean, I'm a sharp fella. Well, um... So, in order for you to pass on, I have to... Forgive me? Uh, I don't know about this. How can I forgive you? I mean, I never slept with another man when we were married. I'm so sorry, Ed, truly. Sorry isn't enough. I mean, people in love just don't do that. Didn't you love me? Oh, Ed, I still love you, even now. You do? All of my life, and into the afterlife. Veronica, my dear, I forgive you. Oh, Ed, do you mean it? I do. What? Veronica, this can't be happening. You told me all those years ago. What I told you was a mistake. You, you were a mistake. I love my husband, and I know now that he loves me. I do. Suddenly, Dennis, Tina, and Gina begin to fade away. Are... are we? I'm afraid. Shh. It's okay, baby dolls. I'm here. Dennis eyes Betty. She smiles at him. He winks back, finally at peace. 
Dennis and the cheerleaders vanish before their eyes, passing on to a better place. Veronica, too, starts to fade. It's harder saying goodbye a second time. Ed begins to disappear as well. You'll be okay, Ed. I will. She continues to fade as they give one another a final kiss. Enough! If I can't have Veronica, I'll be damned if I let Ed have her for an eternity in the afterlife. Benjamin tries to snatch the book from Opie, but Ah. Opie holds strong. Let go! Never! They struggle over the book, when finally, Benjamin takes it free. The perfect time for the resurrection spell. He flips through the book. Where the hell is it? Oh, Benji. Benjamin turns. Opie clutches a torn page from the book. Time to bring someone back to life. Who are you going to choose? Bring your mother back. She deserves it. No, no, your father has been such an amazing father to you two. Opie turns to his parents. I love you both. And he begins reading from the page. Uh, No! Just then, Benjamin disappears. No! Did he pass on? Suddenly, movement from upstairs. A figure stands. It's Benjamin, now back in his body, alive. What happened? You brought Benjamin back? Why? Would you bring him back and not- So mom and dad can be together. Forever. He turns to his parents. I love you enough to let you go. Me too. Ed and Veronica hold hands, touched. Thank you, kids. Oh, we love you. Oh, enough of the sentiment. You people are all crazy. The whole damn family. First you kill me, then you bring me back to life. You've all come this close to spoiling my plan. But not yet. Benjamin pulls an old revolver from his coat pocket, aiming it at Opie and Betty. If I kill you two, my plan still works. Benjamin cocks the gun. Get ready to join your parents. Benjamin's finger tightens on the trigger. When Opie and Betty wince, then slowly realizes they haven't been hit. Neither of them. Ah! You shot me! Benjamin collapses, a bullet hole in his right leg. Put your hands behind your head. Everyone turns, finds a figure standing in the front doorway. A woman donning a police uniform. Elaine, what are you doing here? That phone call earlier, I thought something was off, so I tracked your phone and came. Well, thank God, you were just in time. Yeah, I thought maybe you were having an affair or something, but this? She eyes the situation, and the two ghosts hovering in the middle of the room. Uh, Elaine? I'd like you to meet my parents. Hi! Hi! (laughs) Uh, hi. Yeah, can we do the family meet and greet later? Like, after you arrest the murderous butler? Right. Elaine pulls out her handcuffs and heads for Benjamin. Opie and Betty turn to their parents, smiling. It's time for you two to move on. Actually, I was kind of thinking. We are ghosts, and this is a haunted house after all. Maybe we could stick around and haunt it for a couple years. And maybe you two could live in it. You know, until you both get back on your feet. (laughs) 
Holidays are going to be really weird. <laughs> well, never thought I'd be living with my parents again. <laughs> Consider us roommates. Temporarily speaking, that is. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can make it work. We all will. The family hugs one another, holding tight, knowing their lives and afterlives are now their own again. As a family. What a family. Hello there, I'm still shot here. Do you remember me? Me, Benjamin, the one who did everything for you? I'm still alive. Help me. Help. Help. This episode was written by Richard Pierce, produced and directed by Michael Wormser. Audio engineer, Austin Olivia Kendrick. Editorial consultant, John Ross. Original music by Christopher Raymond. Starring Patrick O'Sullivan, Annie Milligan, Mark Heron, Charlie Battaglia, Robert Fleet, Melanie Ping, Nicola Costa, Mia Passarella, Beverly J. Simmons, and narrated by Ben Van Diepen.